Welcome along to Spin Now with me, Katie. I am so, so excited for this week's special guest. It's really sending me down the route I want to go with this show. DJ and producer Simone is here live in studio. Simone, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me. Not at all. I'm so excited. You have took a massive journey down here today. If you do not remember who Simone is, Simone, you took part in this year's race for the residency. I like, you know, I'm obsessed. I'm a big fan. You know that, yeah? Likewise. Absolutely obsessed with you too, Katie. Did we just become besties? Oh, we totally did. (laughs) It's just that like straight away that connection. I'm absolutely loving it. Tell me, Simone, I'm mad to know what... Let's dive straight into the race for residency. What was that whole experience like for you? Oh, the experience was great. Um, In a way, it got me more kind of open or I was able to play more house kind of tracks, whereas for a long time I was playing primarily techno, whereas I actually started off playing a lot of house tracks and like tech house and progressive house, that kind of thing. But before you even realise it, you kind of end up slightly pigeonholed into one genre um and therefore for a long time i just wasn't able to you know kind of dip into the house tracks that i actually really did like for a long long time so to be able to play them and to be able to play them on spin was just the coolest experience ever and everybody was so nice and it was fun the whole experience was so fun honestly i watched you through the whole process and i honestly you know you know i was like I was rooting for you. Yeah. I really was. <laughs> uh, you, of course, also played on Spin's house party stage at Longitude. What was that experience like? It was so fun. It was brilliant. And there's just nothing like that feeling of playing on a stage and looking down and feeding off the crowd's energy and just playing those tracks you know that they like. You know, I played that drugs in Amsterdam, uh, drugs from Amsterdam even, uh, song, and they just started bouncing. And it wasn't until I looked at the video afterwards that I saw they were all screaming the track back to me and it just was such a buzz so much fun and they're quite young crowd as well and they're just you know they've got 10 times more energy than we do so (laughs) for sure we're not old (laughs) well look I want our listeners to get to know you today you're here today we're going to play this or that I play it every week with my special guest we're going to get to know you and then you are going to be jumping on the decks here in studio and doing a 15 minute set I'm Mm -hmm. excited so can you tell us uh, a little bit about your background and experience as a DJ and producer how did you get into this yeah so I'm actually from Wexford but I'm living in Waterford at the moment I've been living in Waterford for actually quite some time on and off and I went to college in Waterford like my friends are from there so Waterford is nearly like my actual home so I remember years ago now at this point I was at a, a session an after party with like friends and one of them was a DJ and he had his massive DJ setup like it was so cool I hadn't seen anything like it And I I said to him at the session, I said, can you show me how to do that? And he literally, I remember his face. He literally laughed at me. Um, And I remember (laughs) he did. He laughed at me. And I said to myself, like, "Okay, do you know what? Stupid thing to say. And I don't think that way anymore. But I thought at the time, like, "Okay, you know what? There's not that many female DJs around. So I was like, maybe it is just a male thing. If there's any women listening, that's not true. That is not true. So I kind of at the time accepted defeat, didn't really think about it again for another little while. I just went, okay, maybe it's just not for me. But it was like a recurrent thought that I had for a very long time um, after that. And I kind of said to myself, I can either keep saying that I want to do it and listening to tracks and thinking, wow, I'd love to play those on a set of decks or I can actually go and do it. So I decided after a couple of years to just go about learning 
and before I know it then I'm playing gigs in places that I, at the time I could only dream of playing in and it's uh, yeah that's kind of how it happened so definitely a bit of struggle at the start but it was worth it in the end and tell me like when you DJ does it set you alight like have you got that fire in you it's you just know and for anyone listening that wants to be a DJ you know what would you tell them yeah, so first of all, yeah, it does. It just sets me alight. So when I'm playing a gig, I am known for being like a jack in the box behind the decks. Um, and I don't care. I don't care how, how silly it might look. Uh, some DJs would give out about that kind of thing, you know. But um, I love it. I'm always bouncing around the place because when I'm playing music to people, I'm hearing it as well. And it's music I would like to hear if I was in a crowd. So I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it. Um, and for anybody that's looking to start DJing, I suppose my advice would be to, uh, it might sound a bit, you know, blasé, but just make the first steps and go for it. It's not impossible. But don't be like me at the start and just accept the fact that it might be too hard or there might not be space for you. There's space for everybody. And eventually you'll find your people, you'll find supportive people and you'll be playing in places like that, like like me, where you only dreamed of playing. You know, just, I love that. Just make the first steps. It's it's honestly not as daunting as you probably think it is in your head. Dream big. Yeah, absolutely. Manifest it. Manifestation. Yeah. I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Are you self-taught, Simone? So when I first started, I actually travelled to Dublin for a couple of weeks um, to do DJ lessons. Um, personally, didn't find them to be particularly um, good. There was quite a lot of us in the class and I was kind of leaving having not really learned that much. So um, I just went on to YouTube then and I started using the words that I had that I had heard like and there's lots of really really simple tutorials on YouTube as well like really really amazing ones so yeah I just got a little controller and I just would look so I'd open up a YouTube video how to mix techno how to mix house literally how to mix te uh, tech house watch two minutes of it then look at your controller and do the same things stop the controller look at the video for two more minutes and back and forth it's it's honestly a great way of picking it up yeah I love that because we spoke to an artist last week and like that YouTube is the new place to go and if you yeah. want to teach yourself in with anything yeah. uh, that's the place to go and I love that because not a lot of people would have the financial to go to college or to you know be trained for these oh, things yeah. and I love that you can do that and I love that you wanted it so bad that you did sit for two minutes look at YouTube come back use your remote like that's drive right there yeah, Simone totally and in one way the fact that I was told to my face I was, I was laughed at to my face many years before what drove me more was the fact that I was like I can do this and I'm going to show you I can do it you know and I did and it's one of those things as well where I think people getting into DJing they have a natural love for music and uh, you know above all else you're learning to play in your bedroom at the start for yourself you know so you have to enjoy it like you have to love doing it and therefore the learning process is actually uh, enjoyable too and that's why you don't mind looking at YouTube for two minutes and going back and forth before you know it you could be spending hours at it and the financial part is definitely something so at the moment I'm actually doing lessons My, I'm teaching lessons in Waterford and um, at the moment I'm doing them for free and I just think barriers should be removed for people trying to like get into this industry you know and times are tough for people 
it can be expensive. I love that. <laughs> I'm actually after doing a shape of a love heart with my hands because I love that. I am all about working in the community, helping when and where you can. And like, I have no shame in saying, Simone, we are teaming up, girl. You are helping me out. Yeah. I have always wanted to be on that stage. I've always wanted to DJ. I do sit here and it's, I would say it's very different to present a radio show and stand up in front of a crowd. So my barrier is the fear of having people looking at me, which is so strange because I will talk to thousands of people every weekend here on my show. And I love that you were just so open to being like, Katie, let me teach you. Let me help you with your decks. Let me get you to where you want to go. So I love that. So if anyone wanted down your side to get involved and to be a part of what you're teaching how would they get in contact with you so you can find me on instagram on simone underscore cmk so my mother put a y in my name so i'll, I'll never have a keychain so it's s-y-m-o-n-e underscore <laughs> c-m-k-k so you can message me there um i've actually gotten lots of messages from i got a message from a girl in galway looking to do lessons with me in Waterford. And I, I was I was actually trying to find places in Galway for her to do it because I couldn't imagine her travelling down that far. Thankfully, we were able to find somewhere. If anyone happens to be from there or anything, NUIG seems to be doing some lessons up there, just a tip. But um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, send me a message. And look, even if you're not near Waterford and you want some general advice, you you can message me. I'd be happy to help. And she actually, you actually can. She's so open. And um, do reach out to her. Simone with a Y. Uh, that is Simone CMK. Simone, keep it here. Sit tight. When we get back, I want to chat a little bit more to you. Keep it here on Spin Now with me, Katie. Welcome back to Spin Now with me, Katie. And I'm still joined in studio with DJ and producer Simone. Simone, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. We were chatting like the time by the is by the way is just flying by. It's like slow down, please. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited though to have you here in studio, and I just want to dive straight back into it. My next question is: Describe your creative process when producing a new mix. And like half of these questions are for me. Okay, <laughs> so I can talk about produ- so producing a mix or producing a track. Producing a mix. A mix. Okay, so if I'm let's say I'm putting together an hour mix, there is a process to it, and actually, and I know we can talk more about this later. But for me, the nearly the most enjoyable part, or equally enjoyable part, is finding the tracks yes. and putting them together. I love it, and it takes a very long time for me because I want to make sure I get it right. You know, so there's layers to this. First of all. If I'm played, playing at an event and let's say I'm playing for an hour, I'll need enough tracks to, ha- to last the hour. However, you do need a whole bunch of tracks in case it's they're not landing well with the crowd. And so you're constantly, you're DJing, but you're also monitoring the crowd as you're going. And you could be playing an absolute banger. And in your head, you're going, this is such a good tune. But then you look down and nobody's moving. You know you have to get off that track just to build the hype back up again. You know? Okay. So you're constantly, your brain is going nonstop. So I would always have like 10 or 15, sometimes more tracks there that I know are very good sound similar to the vibe I'm going for but they're there just to kind of chop in if I want so they're kind of like my second favorite tunes um I would go through record boxes what I would use and I think they're Serato you can use as well record boxes where all of my tracks are and I would go normally by key so say I have the key D minor I'll go through all of my tracks and go okay these ones mix quite well because you could have two tracks that sound totally wrong together 
And that's it. that translates. You can hear that in the crowd. And although the crowd might not pick up on the same things as you, it still sounds weird. So this is these are things you have to keep keep an eye on. You don't want any vocals crossing over each other. That's a no no. It yeah. sounds terrible, you know. Um. So yeah, there's all of these little things that you kind of have to keep in mind. So first of all, I go for the vibe. So when I played at Life Fest um, before Longitude there, I knew I was playing early in the day. The sun was splitting the trees. Uh, I was. It wouldn't make sense to go for a heavy techno track, in my opinion, a track list. So I went for Euphoric Trance. And it was just not tooting my own trumpet, but it was it was <laughs> toot it, girl, toot it. Okay, I'm gonna toot it. It was good. <laughs> the it just it just landed really well because it was that real, you know, euphoric, uplifting kind of vibe. Whereas I I intentionally planned for that. So longitude, I knew younger crowd. I kind of knew the tracks that would have hit well with them, and um, which ones I threw in. I hate to say this. I don't know. Is this me? I'm, I might ick you with this, but I put in a couple of trending TikTok talk ones. Yeah, always. Yeah. But you got to know the crowds. <laughs> you have to, yeah. And uh, they loved it. So, yeah, your your brain is constantly going. There's a lot to getting ready for a, a gig. Yeah. And when you stepped up on the stage, let's say long to shoot, you were playing earlier in the day. Yeah. Like, what's the feeling? What, when you step on that stage, is it nerves? Is it, do you feel like vomiting? <laughs> no joke. Like, what is the feeling when you step up on that stage and you look out and you know that you have to keep that crowd in your hands? You have to keep that yeah. crowd in the field. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I love the challenge of that because like DJing itself, you know, you're transitioning from track to track, you know, and that part takes a couple of minutes. But otherwise, the rest, you're kind of just standing idle. Maybe, well, for me, I'm jumping up and down dancing you know so for me I like to be really aware and use that extra time where I'm not actually you know twisting the buttons to to engage with the crowd and look at how how they're feeling and, and things like that but yeah to this day I mean I'm DJing about six years now and to, to this day I still get that kind of you know that butterfly feeling in your stomach and um, but in a great way no, like your brain can't tell the difference between nervousness and excitement so like literally can't tell so every time I'm like am I nervous and I'm like no I'm just really really excited so you get up and then you see all their little faces smiling back at you and I say little not because they're kids but because they're far away <laughs> and their faces are small <laughs> but uh yeah no I, I get I get I get that kind of twinge in my stomach but it's definitely not nervousness it's just pure excitement I love that. Tell me, okay, let's, we're going to go into the other side of it. Tell me an experience or a time where you actually felt like ground open up and swallow me. Have you had one of those moments <laughs> where something went wrong on stage? Because let's be honest, right, being a DJ, like I am a big believer of, because it's the same on radio, no silence. Silence is bad. Do not create the silence. There should be no silence. So like, have you had any moments where you pressed the wrong button, you paused it when you should have played it? Like, have you any examples for me? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> I can definitely remember one. I'm going to try and explain this properly in a clear way because um, it involves the buttons themselves, like the faders and all. But basically, I like to mix in my headphones. Controversial. A lot of people don't like that. So I generally keep one head, one side of the headphone on my ear, the other off. But I do like to, to mix with them on most of the time. Um, and I that was so I had a four channel mixer so you have four faders and I was 
beat matching one of the tunes, getting ready to introduce it. I had it all beat matched perfectly, was getting ready to bring it in. <laughs> and I started to bring up the wrong fader. <laughs> oh, God. And I didn't. So I was bringing up an empty. There was I was bringing up nothing like so the track. There's silence. <laughs> yeah. <was> There's no, no. <laughs> so the track that was playing was coming right down to the very end and it was nearly finishing. And uh, I, when I realised it, because my friend was off to the side and she's a DJ as well, and she was looking at me like, why are you not bringing in your next track? This track is coming to the end. And I looked at her concerned face and I was like, oh, crap. Like, And right at the very end, I had to just smash up the fader and just make it look like it was intentional. And that might not sound like the biggest deal ever, but... It is it, when you're up there. It is. It is. Like, and um, people can also hear those harsh transitions too. Like, so, uh, And then afterwards, then you have to act cool. Yeah, or you'd be like, yeah, I created that silence. Put your hands up. Sing it back to me. And they're all like, turn back on the music. Yeah. And I feel, I've seen a video recently, actually, I think it was on TikTok or Instagram or somewhere. And uh, this uh, female DJ as well, was, um, she was she mixed in her headphones. And this is why I wouldn't re- really recommend it all the time. But she obviously had done the same thing and the music had stopped completely. But she was like bopping like behind the decks. And she was like, oh, like, obviously I really love this tune and the whole crowd just went silent and she eventually looked up from her decks and looked out and she took the headphones off and it was just totally silent (laughs) I intended to do that silent party here we go okay big question because you know if you're big into manifesting things I've had bands on here that have set it out what they wanted and it came to them is there anyone you would love to collaborate with or have you any artists or musicians in your mind where it's like, oh my God, I would love to collab, be on a stage with them, whatever it may be? Yeah, I mean, so in different capacities. So obviously I, I play a range of music. So I play uh, on the house spectrum and on the techno spectrum. So on the house spectrum, wouldn't it just be a dream to play with Patrick Topping? Yeah! That would just, oh, I love him so much. He's an incredible DJ and producer. So... Patrick Topping, if you're listening to Spin South West. <laughs> um, Hit me up, Simone. Yes. CMK and Simone with a Y. Absolutely. And for techno, I would say, oh God, there's so many. Like, I would say Nine Nines. Have you heard of them before? I actually haven't. No. I'm just... not that girl that's going to say I heard. I haven't. I, I'm going to get you into techno. You, you like techno. You just don't know it yet. I do. And that's the crazy thing. Like, I love all genres and like that's important isn't it being a DJ before we came live on air you said this you said like you can't stick yourself to one because you have to be able to cater for your crowd as you said 100% yeah I actually feel like I could talk about that what you just said all day because there's so many nuances to that like when I first started um you know I was told you need to stick to the one so promoters will know exactly what they're getting and although I do understand that um, that's why I, I kind of have two separate pages one for house stuff and one for techno it does like get a bit repetitive and also when you yourself are an avid music lover just sticking to the one thing it just doesn't feel right at times you know because you want to be kind of broadening your horizons a little bit but you kind of can't sometimes then you know for sure mm. Simone that was so much information and honestly any DJs or anyone out there that wants to do this um, have took so much from you today so I do appreciate it every week on the show my, with my special guests we play this or that we try make it close as we can to their personality it is 15 questions quick fire 
um, this or that. It's going to be simple. Okay. I'm hoping there's nothing bad in it. I say this every week because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> half the time I just pick this paper up just before we come on. But here we go, okay? Play music or listen to music? Play music. House or techno? <gasps> I know. <gasps> uh, quick can fire. I phone, can I phone a friend? Phone a friend. No. <laughs> Katie, okay. Uh, uh, tech house. <laughs> yes, yes. I see it's in there. It's in there. Original or remix? Original. Melody or lyrics? Melody. Headphones or speakers? Headphones. One day concert or weekend festival? One day concert. Oh! Would you rather DJ at Glastonbury or Coachella? Glastonbury. Yes, love it. Sing a song or dancing? Dancing. Me too. New artist or old favourites? Old favourites. Same song on repeat all day or can't skip a track? Same song on repeat, I think. Oh girl, you're, I'm with you. I am known. I am so repetitive. It's not even funny. Pop or rock? Rock. 90s or 2000s? 90s. Love it. Vinyl or online streaming? Online streaming. Night in or night out? Night in. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. I'm going to throw in one because I know the answer. Cats or dogs? <gasps> dogs. You are a massive dog lover. Yeah. Love it, love it. Simone, when we come back, we're going to take a short break. You are going to get set up here and you are going to do a live 15 minute set. I'm excited. This is going to be spin. Keep it here. Sit back. Get ready. Simone is going to blow you away. Keep it here on Spin Now with me, Katie. Welcome back to Spin Now with me, Katie. And I'm still joined in studio with the fabulous Simone. Simone, this is the last part of the show where our act normally sings, but you are getting on the decks. I'm so excited. But before we go, I want to let our listeners know if they want to follow your journey. And I, I honestly, I am pushing you today to get on Instagram, follow this girl, watch what she does on the decks. She is amazing. Where can people follow you on social media? Uh, where can they get in contact with you? Let them know. Yes, so if you want to follow me, which I would be so grateful for, you can find me on Instagram. It's S-Y-M-O-N-E underscore C-M-K. K. There's another K at the end of there. And that's kind of primarily where I would share things. So definitely um, follow me there. And again, like I said earlier, if anyone ever wants to get in touch with any advice or anything, my inbox is always open. So I genuinely would encourage it. Love it. Simone, it is that time. You're going to get on the decks, sit back, enjoy. She's going to entertain you for the next 15 minutes. I'm excited. Let's go.
left to right, left to right, left to right, left to right, left to right.